I'm a giant when I stand Ballin' like the Jets, startin' Jersey like the Nets To New York like the Mets, yeah I win like the Yanks Like the past, fill a check, GNT Sports Talk How to show on the net, yeah On myself, yeah I bet, yeah I put blood to the switch, yeah From the East to the West, GNT Sports Talk How to show on the net, yeah This podcast is sponsored by JB Sports Memorabilia. We love cards and so do they. It just works. Now let's get this show started. What's up, GNT Nation? We're back. It is divisional round time. We just got past Super Wildcard Weekend, and we are fastly approaching divisional round playoffs. We are closer and closer to who will go on to the championship games and who will go on to punch their ticket to Tampa to Super Bowl 55. So, brother, what is going on? This has been a whirlwind. I mean, we had the DJ podcast earlier. I know it's football, but my team decides to hire a great head coaching candidate, Robert Sala, which I'm thrilled about. It's exciting. You broke the story yesterday. I was thrilled. I wasn't expecting it. It came out of nowhere. I was about to go work out in the garage, and then you broke that story. It kind of just changed everything, kind of went crazy, got the video and everything, but fantastic stuff and then we'll go over all the hires and stuff your opinions and then we're gonna hit get these playoff games yeah um so yeah last night it was official josina anderson gets the credit on twitter she, mm-hmm. she said that um <clears throat> the jets informed all of their candidates who were interviewed and they interviewed 12 candidates extensive <clears throat> including robert salah that they were going to hire Robert Salah, and that's a, and the one thing I wrote an article about this today. One thing I could tell everybody here is that Robert Salah wanted to go to the Jets when he he kept it quiet. But the one destination he felt was right for him, and everyone thought it was the uh, Lions. Lions. No, it was never Detroit. It was always the Jets. He really liked what this team had. He thinks that he could change them. And I said this in my article. This hire is a step in the right direction for the Jets. This was perfect. Everybody you ask, everyone's saying this pyre is perfect. He's going to change his team. He is. Richard Sherman said it. He's a, he rallies the troops. Everybody's going to follow his lead. And the one thing we talk about is culture change. He's not going to take this crap that, and in my article, if you guys read it at the end, I said, Robert Sala does everything that Adam Gase could not do. So basically, the Jets are in a step in the right direction. You get the number two overall pick. You get the um, you're the second most in cap space, and you have a plethora of draft picks within the past few years. It's too easy. If you pass this job up, I think you're a fool. And Robert Salah is not a fool. I love the hire, but the one thing I real quick, Jules, I want to ask you. It was reported last night that the Jets are going to st- stick with Sam. What do you think? Well, I'm going to say a few things here. I think Salah is a home run hire. At first, I was like Quan, an offensive guy, but then I learned more how he galvanizes the room. He holds people accountable to be their best at all times. He's always trying to make everyone better, and he can rally a whole team. He's not going to stand in the silent like Adam Gates with his play sheet by himself, and the players going to be like, who is this loser? No. Robert Sala is going to be someone that people want to play for. They're going to want to run through a brick wall for him. He's going to hold people accountable. He's going to smack someone in the butt if they need it, and thank God, because they need it. It's been a decade of embarrassment 
embarrassing, terrible football we've been forced to watch. And now we finally have someone that can bring everyone together, motivate the teams. He's out to prove he can do this. He wanted this job. It's fantastic. Five years. I really think Joe Douglas sold him here because, you know, our ownership is terrible. <laughs> Joe Douglas, great job, honestly. He identified the right candidate out of 12 people. This is going to be fantastic. Maybe we'll get some 49ers players too. And the reason I really like it is because he's going to bring over LaFleur's brother, who was his best man in his wedding. So they have a lot of chemistry together and they're basically a package deal. So I'm excited for that. The Shanahan offense is basically going to come over, which is sick. Obviously we saw how well Jimmy G did in that offense. And in terms of Sam, I mean, look, I'm on the fence, but I don't know. I really, I want to draft someone, but I still think they can make it work potentially at the same time. I'm kind of been stuck in the middle at this point, but I guess if I had to choose, I'm going to lean draft still. Like I kind of just want some fresh blood. Like, you know, we're going to change everything up for the most part. I'd like to see a second pick. Also, if you trade Sam, you get more picks, you get more cap space. I mean, it makes sense, but if you keep him, maybe draft Sewell or trade back and get more picks, you add some premium wide receivers on the outside, get the running back situation a little bit better. You know what? Okay. I mean, I still think he's capable of playing well, but he just makes a lot of the same mistakes and his deep ball passing really worries me still. Yeah. You know, when I heard this last night, I thought that report by Adam Schefter, it was really premature, but you know what that, if I think that definitely they're going to definitely uh, weigh their options. And I personally feel that, uh, you know, at the second overall pick, they got a lot of options, whether they want to draft a quarterback, they want to trade out and get more picks or, or pick at least, a wide receiver at that position, an offensive off the all line, or even to, uh, like I said, or even even uh, surprise people and go get a cornerback or something like that at two. So oh, I, I think it's really pre <laughs> it's really premature right now, but we'll see what happens. But great yeah. hire. Also, um, a few other coaches were hired. Urban Meyer was finally made official mm-hmm. that the. Um, Urban Meyer has come out of retirement. He has made the transition <laughs> from college to the NFL. He we'll will see be, if he likes it. <laughs> yeah, right. He will be taking on the job of head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I'm just going to tell you this. This job was too good to pass up to. They have the most cap space this year. The first overall pick got a bunch of draft picks, young talent. And Chad Khan, the Jaguars owner today, said that he is going to uh, work this offense and this organization around Urban Meyer's vision. So they are going all in on Urban Meyer. Why he came out of retirement for this, it was time. And he's going to change this team for the better. And, and his favorite, Trevor Lawrence, is right there waiting for him. And really exciting. And also, real quick, the Falcons – found their guy they agreed on a deal with Arthur Smith he was the tech the excuse me the Titans offensive coordinator and he will be now the coach of the Atlanta Falcons and we'll see what his vision is for this team going forward but so far the three out of all these teams that need head coaches the Jets the Jaguars and the Falcons are the three teams that found their guys and they're off figuring out what they could do and they got and the Eagles the Lions the Chargers and the um, who else is left? Texans. Is it uh, uh, what was it? Texans. Texans, yes. And the Texans all are vying for a head coach. So we will see within the next few weeks who they got. 
Absolutely. I have one piece of advice for Urban Meyer. Let's hear it. He should draft uh, Justin Fields first overall. I think that would be the perfect <laughs> thing for him to do to set the tone for the Jaguars franchise. No reason in particular. Oh, oh yeah. He should. Uh, he does love um, Lawrence, but you know what? He still has love for Fields. You know what? Imagine he. I. I, I wouldn't. Be, if he did it, I wouldn't be shocked. I'd be like, you know what? Why is I people, would be. I, I would be like, what? You know, he loves Lawrence, and I think that's why he took the job. But yeah, Lawrence is going to Jacksonville already. Punches ticket over there, but uh. <laughs> But what do you say, brother? What do you say we uh, Yeah, so what do you say we move on to the divisional round games and what a matchup we got this this weekend and what do you say this? So let's start off with What's up GNT Nation? Have you subscribed to our YouTube channel yet? Subscribe to us at Grunt Talks MLB. Once again, that's Grunt Talks MLB. You could also catch us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Now back to the show. The AFC battle between the Bills and the Ravens. What do you think? Okay, so here's what I think. And this is actually a big game in our bracket wager because I don't have the Bills moving on and you do. So if the Bills get this dub, you could end up tying me mm-hmm. potentially and depending what else plays out because the Saints box is different too. But um, I'm going with the upset. I'll tell you right off the rip. The Ravens are going to run the ball down the Bills' throat. We saw how they couldn't stop Indy, and the Ravens are the best team at running the football, and the Bills are one of the worst teams at stopping the run. You saw what Omar Jackson did to the Titans running the football. He's going to do the same exact thing, if not worse, to the Bills. They can't stop him. And also, Gus Edwards has been playing well. J.K. Dobbins has taken Mark Ingram's job. They're going to shove the ball down the Bills' throat, and they're going to keep Allen off the field. It's going to be a very close game. They are two and a half point underdog. I'm taking their money line. I think they cover outright. And the over under around 49 points. That's an interesting one. Um, I'm trying to think what score I'm gonna play here. I'm gonna try um, you know what? Give me um give me a 24 21 Ravens or 20. Uh, you know what? No, 24 23 Ravens. I think you're gonna get a thriller, and I think they're the Bills are gonna blow it late because there was one thing about Josh Allen that was pretty troubling. I think you know what it is. That one sack he took against Indy really gave me flashbacks of the Texans game when he took those horrible sacks uh-huh. where he picked the ball up, tried to do too much. He still has a tendency to do that sometimes. The moment still might be too big for him. The Colts bailed him out, honestly. We both know that. Of I course. think the Ravens are better, and I think they're going to make him pay this week. I think he's going to turn the ball over once or twice. And I think Lamar Jackson – Finally got that monkey off his back, and you're going to see him play free. He's going to play loose. He's going to have a good day throwing the ball as well. Hollywood Brown started to show up. Mark Andrews is such an enigma, but I think he's going to be good this week. You know, it's time. He's got to show up. He's going to be my X factor for Baltimore. Mark Andrews. And for the Bills, I mean, I think you could tell me with this. Is Zach Moss out for the Bills? Yeah, Zach Moss is out for the uh, playoffs with an ankle injury. So they and good, the team they signed the Devontae Freeman to the practice squad. So I expect oh, wow. him I didn't even know called that. up. Yeah, he uh, he's going to be called up for this game to wow. uh, carry the load with Devin Singletary for sure. Okay, well, my Bills X Factor, I'm looking at two guys here. I want to see if Gabriel Davis can keep it going because that was a great performance. And John Brown's really taking a back seat, as we said before. And then I'm looking at Singletary because they got to do something. They got to run the ball. They can't just have Josh Allen being the only one running the ball. 
it's going to come back to bite them soon, as we've said. And that's what I'm looking at for them. And I think Baltimore's a little bit better. And I don't think the home field matters that much because of the COVID situation. There's not going to be that many fans. And Baltimore is also a team that's built to win on the road, too. So I'm riding with the upset. I'm taking Baltimore. Very, very, very good points, bro. I like that. So here's what I could do. I'm going to tell you with this. I'm going to disagree with you, and it kills me to say this. I'm going to go with the Bills. And the one thing, I do agree with you that Josh Allen at the end really um, went back to his old habits, and that that's not bad. Uh, excuse me, that's not good. Not good at all when you're taking sacks like that that late in the game. No, no, no. When I saw that, I'm like, what are you doing? Really, really bad. But I'm going to tell you this. I think that the Bills, you know what? They have a formula going well. Losing Zach Moss was huge. But I'm going to tell you this. The, I think that it's going to be a close call. I think it's going to be really close. It's going to come down to the wire. The one thing with the Bills, they still have to fix that run defense. And yeah, going up against the team who could run the ball better than anybody. Uh-huh. So it's going to be a problem. <laughs> and exactly. Lamar, ja- I expect Lamar Jackson to run all over the place. Um, I think uh, Dobbins and Gus Edwards, because let's face it, uh, Mark Ingram's a non-factor anymore. Yeah, so, gone. so I'm going to tell you this. I, I think it's going to be close, but the one thing I'm going to go with, I, I will say this. Josh Allen does, you know, where he's been having a field day passing the ball lately. Not in this game. He's not. He's going to be in a lot of trouble. These these corners, Marlon Humphrey and uh, Marcus Peters, are not play, they don't play around. They're, they're no joke. They're going to take care of business against Stephon Diggs and um, Gabriel Davis and Cole Beasley. They're going to really make it hard for Josh Allen. He's going to have to extend the play. But this pass rush of the Ravens, I love it. I think Judon's going to have a big game. But the one thing I'm going to go with is that I think at the end, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with 27 to 23. And I think at the end, here's what's going to happen. They're going to be down 20. They're going to be down 20 to 23. And the thing is, is that actually, you know what? I'm going to change it. I'm going to go 27, 24. They're going to be down four points. They need a touchdown. And Josh Allen with a couple with just under a minute left drives down and actually scores a touchdown. I'm going to, and it's going to be Devin Singletary on like a drag route out of the backfield, getting the game, go ahead, touchdown in the, Bills win the game, but but I do think it's going to be close to the wire. My X factor for the Ravens is I'm going to tell you this is J.K. Dobbins. I think you know get him going is going to be really key. Get him on the read options going to really kill the Bills. They really struggle against that. And my um, my uh, play to watch for the Bills is going to be for me. I'm going with Josh Allen. I want to see how he plays against the top five defense right now in the playoffs and see what he could do. Yeah, those are some good points. And Singletary would be a bad X factor for me for the wrong reasons if that ends up happening. But, yeah, I mean, look, it's going to come down to Josh, really. What Allen's showing up, is he going to crumble? Is he going to rise the occasion? Will Lamar Jackson stay hot? You know, these are two very evenly matched football teams. The thing is that the Bills throw the ball much better, but they can't stop the run. The Ravens run the ball much better. And the defense, I would say... I would give the edge to the Ravens just because the Bills can't stop the run. How do you, and the secondary is definitely better with the Bills, though, I would say. But the Ravens' secondary is not a joke either, like you said. Yeah, it's, it's not. And the thing is with the Bills, the Bills' secondary is one of the best in football, so they're going to make it hard 
for um, Lamar Jackson to throw. Listen, Lamar Jackson struggles throwing the ball anyway, so they're going to really make it tough. But when you run the ball, it sets up play action, and he could get some pass. The one player to watch out for is Hollywood Brown. Uh, I think that, you know what, he could cause separation, and that's going to be something to watch. It's going to be a real fun game to watch for sure, absolutely. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be one of the better games of the weekend, I think, and it's a grudge match for us, so we'll be watching closely. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's move on to the um, Packers and the Rams. And I'm going to start off with this is that the Rams are really banged up. Josh Goff last week, you know what, when he came in in relief of John Wolford, who won't be playing, he's inactive. So Blake Bortles is the backup to um, Josh Goff, uh, excuse me, Jared Goff. And um, I, I mean, like, oh, God, if if Goff gets, goes out of the game and they have to put in Bortles, I mean, Bortles won a playoff oh, game Jesus. or two, but yeah, they're in trouble. But <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. The Rams defense is no joke. This defense is for real. They're keeping them in games. The offense right now with how banged up the Rams offense is, they're winning games because the defense is not letting anything up and they're scoring on defense. Green Bay, their offensive line, they lost David Bakhtiari. They're going to have to really get the really work hard to get that ball out quick. Aaron Donald, you know, he has broken ribs, uh, a torn rib cage. He's going to be playing through the pain. And listen, Aaron Donald at 50% is still scary. It still scares me. I'm going to tell you this in this game. I think that Jalen Ramsey against Devontae Adams, that's box office. I can't wait to see how that looks. And that's fantastic. I can't wait to see it. But my the one thing I want to see is Aaron Rodgers go to the other guys, Valdez Scanlon, because – Valdez Scanlon, Tanya, throwing the ball even to Aaron Jones and the boys. I want to see how he distributes the ball because Devontae Adams is going to be taken care of one-on-one. It's going to be tough, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be tough. But here's what I'm going to say. The Packers are on a mission this year. Aaron Rodgers is pissed off. And a a pissed-off Aaron Rodgers is bad for the NFL. I don't care what defense you put in front of him. He's going to have a good game. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going with the Packers to win this game. I'm going to go with the Packers – I'm going to go with them. It's not going to be as high scoring because of the defense. I'm going to go with 20 to 17. I think the Packers just hold on. I think, yeah, I think Jared Goff is going to have a better game than people think. He's still recovering from the thumb injury. The one thing uh, I want to see is how they contain Cooper Cup because I think Cooper Cup is the, uh, whatchamacallit, um, the X factor for them, getting him the ball because they're going to key on Robert Woods too. So getting him the ball is going to be huge. And I want to see how they run the ball against this defense. So I'm going with the Packers all day. Packers are on a mission this year. You know what? Honestly, I mean, I can't disagree with the pick. I'm going to spread out the points a little bit more, though. I think the Packers rip it a little bit. The spread's six and a half. I think they'll win by a little bit more. The over-under is at, like, 45. You know, I'm going to put it over. You had a lower score. I'm feeling like – I'm going to go with 27. What's the thing? I'm actually, I'm going to give you a strange number, actually. I'm going to give you 27-19. I feel like it's going to be a weird scoring game a little bit for the Rams. I think you might see a lot of field goals for the Rams. You know, their offense is not good. And it's going to be tough with golf playing with that injury against the uh, Packers defense, which is pretty decent. You know, Jair Alexander's done a great job all year. Um, they're rushed with the Smiths. We talk about all the time, the law firm. I think Cam Akers is going to be a problem, though. He's been playing really well. And the Rams are going to try to lean on him. But I think the Packers just run it up a little bit too much. I don't think the Rams can keep up, you know. 
Devontae Adams will be limited. I'm going to say he has like five catches for like 80 yards and a touchdown, mm-hmm. which is not a lot for him. I think um, he'll get Jalen Ramsey here and there, but it's going to be tough. I think the Packers are going to do damage running the ball. I think the three-headed monster is going to be fully out. I also think that um, Valtez Scantlin's in for a big day. I feel like he's mm-hmm. due because, um, like you said, they're going to lock down Adams. Those secondary guys are going to be huge. I think Tanya can get in the end zone as well. I think Rodgers throws for – I'm going to give him three touchdowns. I think he's going to go off. You're going to see three touchdowns and two field goals. Rams are going to have a weird score. They just go over and Packers just cover the spread. And that's another issue for the Rams. Aaron Donald playing through pain. He's a stud and obviously he's going to be amazing, but he's not going to be as effective. And you saw once he left and like was battling down a little bit, the Seahawks offense was able to wake up a touch when he wasn't quite the same. And the Packers, I know the home field doesn't mean too much, but the Rams are not a team that's really built to play outside so much. They're used to the warm weather. Jared Goff does not play well outdoors for the most part of it's cold. He's really not a great passer right now, especially with the thumb injury. I think the Packers are going to turn him over a few times. I can see, I didn't say it's offensive touchdown, but I wouldn't be shocked if I saw a strip sack or something like that. Um, I just think the Packers are just a little bit better and they're going to show it. For Packers and Rams, for the Rams, my X factor is Cooper Cup, and for the Packers, it's Valdez, uh, Valdez Scanling. Yeah, I like Valdez for the Packers too. For the Rams, I'm going to do Acres. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Those are really, really good ones. It's two very good teams going up against each other, but two more games left. We hope you're enjoying the show so far. Follow us on Twitter at Grunt Talks NFL, Instagram Grunt Talks Team. Again, Twitter Grunt Talks NFL, Instagram Grunt Talks Team. Now back to Chiefs and the Browns. And the Browns surprised everyone by destroying the Steelers last week. Now they got a bigger animal to, to uh, tame in the Kansas City Chiefs. So, Jules, what do you say with this? Okay, so... This one, I'm going to have to um, – I'm going to be contrarian here. I'm not going to really surprise anyone. It's a 10-and-a-half, like 10-point spread here. I think the Chiefs are going to blow the doors off the Browns. I really do. I don't think the Browns are going to be able to keep up. I mean, yeah, everyone's going. here's what everyone's going to say, and I'm sure you might say it too. Browns are going to run the ball. They're going to keep the Chiefs on the sideline. They're going to be able to neutralize Mahomes. Well, here's the thing with that. You don't neutralize Mahomes. Even if the Chiefs lose the time of possession battle, they can score in about two minutes whenever they want, maybe even less. Maybe like one or it can take one or three plays for the Chiefs to score a touchdown on any given drive. And the Browns are still getting their guys back. I mean, they're going to have – And what's the status with the corners? I know Denzel Ward is going to return it, but they're pretty banged up. I see Jack Conklin and Joku's questionable. Do you know anything about their injury situations? About um Conklin, I all I'm hearing is Conklin. He might be a game time decision. And who else did you say? Njoku, they're saying oh, um BJ Goodson. Now it's gonna come down to Sunday game time, but I haven't heard anything about anybody being ruled out. Ward. As a, yeah, well Ward came off the uh, COVID list, so yeah, he's gonna play. So okay. all the guys they had on the COVID list, they're coming back. They're okay, and also. Uh, Kevin Stefanski is going to be coaching this game. So anybody, all the players on the co- and the coaches on the COVID list, they will be back this game. So they'll be at full strength in that category. Okay. So that's good for them. At least they have that to look forward to, but um, it's not going to matter. Patty Mahomes is going to roll up 
he's going to be chilling. You know, people are trying to diminish the Chiefs because they didn't end the season. Well, I really don't care how they ended the season. They probably just got bored. You know, it's playoff Chiefs. They've been through it already. The regular season's meaningless to the Chiefs. They knew they were going to get the first seed. I mean, they didn't really have much to play for. You know, sometimes you take your foot off the gas a little bit, but this team's built different. You're going to see it. They're not going to be able to contain Tyreek Hill. He's going to go absolutely crazy. I bet at least 150 and two touchdowns. Mahomes is going for 350-plus, three touchdowns. Travis Kelsey is going to destroy the Browns. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I know it's questionable, but I'm sure he's going to play. Maybe even Le'Veon gets into the end zone. That'd be fun to see. You know, he's trying to get his first Super Bowl. I believe Sammy Watkins is out. And then maybe even Demarcus Robinson. And um, who's the other dude? Harmon could even show up. I mean, I could see Harmon making an impact in the return game. So, Chiefs, I'm going to go 42, Browns, 28. Love the score prediction, and I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to be short and sweet with this. The Browns looked really good last week, and now they're going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. And, yeah, you know what? They could run the ball effectively, and the Chiefs are going to have to stop the run. Uh, I'm going to tell you this. They're going to be brought down to earth this week. Kansas City's going to have a field day. That defense of the Browns is not going to be able to contain them. Uh, The one concern I have – is how the offensive line of the Chiefs holds up against Miles Garrett, who he even said he's due for. I a did huge think game. about that. Due for a huge game, so I'm going to tell you this: Patty Mahomes is going to have a huge day. The Chiefs don't have. Um, excuse me. I'm sorry. The Browns don't have any cornerback or anybody on that defense to even stay a few yards with Tyreek Hill. It's going to be a problem. Travis Kelsey's going to eat it up in the red zone. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go 40 to 21. I'm gonna go 40 21 for the Chiefs, and the Chiefs punch their ticket to the AFC. The the road to the Super Bowl goes through Kansas City and they're going to the AFC championship game. I do think that okay, Baker so, will Baker will oh. have a nice game, but he's gonna have a, a few bad turnovers. Right. I can see that happening. Maybe it's a defensive touchdown. One big storyline we crossed over here. Kareem Hunt is returning to play the Chiefs. This is a huge spot mm-hmm. oh, for yes. him in the playoffs mm-hmm. after yep. everything that happens. I know the ending was obviously unceremonious and it was a poor ending for him. And obviously he had to be caught and all that. We don't need to go there. But um, that's a big story. Going back to Arrowhead, he probably wishes he could be a part of it deep down. I'm sure it still upsets him. I mean, he could have had a Super Bowl by now. Now he's going to try to take it from them. He's my X factor for the Browns. I think they're going to do a heavy dose of Kareem Hunt. They know how bad he wants this game. They're, he's going to. Ha- I think he'll do well, but like we said, it's not going to be enough. And for the Chiefs, I'm going to use McCall um, Hardman. I think that's my X factor. I think that's an interesting X factor. Not many people talk about him too much, so I'm going to go with that for that. What do you think about X factors for oh, each team? Oh, X factors for me for the Chiefs. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. That's who I'm going to go with. I want to see how they get him going and running the ball because the Chiefs can run the uh, – excuse me, the Browns can run the ball better than anybody. I want to see the Chiefs run the ball, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire could be a guy you watch out for. For the Browns, I think it's Juice. I want to see – Juice played really, really well against the Steelers. I want to see how he plays this week. I think he can be a problem, but I think the Chiefs have what it takes to uh, contain him. So those are my two X factors for that game. Let's finish it up. This is the last game, and it's Brady – Breeze round three who would have ever thought this winner of this game two of the greatest quarterbacks the GOAT and Drew Brees going up against each other the winner going to the NFC championship game so I'm going to tell you this I'm riding hot you know what everyone saw the video I posted of me going for Brady to win another ring I'm cheering for him as well this is a huge game going up against the Saints this is really really big but I'm going to tell you this right now this is crazy Um, I'm going to tell you what a game. You know what? 
Uh, Drew Brees has all his players healthy. He's a, he's looking better than he did earlier in the year coming back from his injury. Tom Brady at his disposal. He the Buccaneers are getting Devin White back, which is huge on defense and on offense. You know what we saw? What we did? They did last week. Uh, the Saints really play Brady really well this year, but this is going to be different in this game. But I'm going to tell you this. Everyone's going to call me crazy. I hate to say it. I think the Saints get this win. Um, oh. The, they, they're, oh, Tom Brady, you know what? I never bet against Tom Brady, and I hate to do it now, but the one thing I Ooh. will say is the Saints are just on – they just got his number this year. The, I don't know. Every time the, – the two games that they played – It's been a bad matchup, Brady, yeah. Brady's played really bad. And now, listen, yeah. I know it's the third time – Third time's a charm, but the one thing is that, you know what? I think they have a formula to get it done, and I hate to say it, but it's true. They do have a formula to get it done. I think that Lattimore this is going to take care of Mike Evans. They're going to take care of the receivers. I think, you know what? And Here's the thing. Rojo is a game-time decision. I want to see I how – I want this, him back. I hope he plays. I want to see how the Saints defense, because nobody's talking about the Saints defense, making them one-dimensional and getting after Brady. That's the one thing that the Saints have done really, really well this year is get after Brady. Every time they play, they have knocked him on his ass every time, and everybody knows that's the key to winning against the Tom Brady offense. So I'm going to tell you this. It's going to be close. Then I'm going to, I'm going to go with 28 to 27 Saints. I think at the end of the wow. game, Drew uh needs to score. He, the, I think the Buccaneers score. They give Drew Brees enough time, and he pulls the Tom Brady and drives down the field. And wow. The game, beware of – Kamara, he's going to go off. I think the Buccaneers are really going to struggle containing him, and it's going to be really something to uh, to watch. It's, it really is. Wow. I mean, that's an incredible synopsis. I know in the bracket you had the Bucs going down here, so I guess you had to stick to that. But um, And I had them in the Super Bowl, so I'm going to keep rolling with the Bucs, and I'm going to tell you what I said when we started this. I still believe a lot of that stuff, of course. So – Here's the synopsis. The Bucks are a three-point underdog, so you would have them covering. 52 points. I'm going to go like right around there. We'll see what score I pick. Now, you brought up the two times they played. The first night was opening night. They The Bucks lost 23-34 after a good start. I mean, okay, that's the first game of the season, a lot of new pieces. Maybe I won't put too much into that. But in November, the Bucs lost 38-3. to That was a complete train wreck. That was an embarrassment. Like you said, the Saints dominated. They had a good plan. They got in Brady's grill. And here's the thing. The Bucs need to keep him upright. They did a good job against of that with the Washington football team, considering how good that front is. So if they can keep that up, they can win this game. But the Saints defense is very good, of course. They're not a joke. They're very underrated, like you said. They don't get talked about too much. Because everyone associates the Saints with offense, but Drew Brees, as we've said, is not the same quarterback anymore. And I think your boy is better than him right now by a little bit, maybe even more than a little bit. And I think he can he can push them through. I think he can outduel Brees. Like I said, he wants to prove to Bill he can win without him. He's doing a good job so far. Two more games, he's in the Super Bowl. One more, he gets the NFC Championship game against either team. And I think um. The Bucs, well, the Rams, they lost to the Rams, but, like, they can make that up. And they obviously destroyed the Packers. But, anyway, I think the Bucs are ready for this moment. 
I think all the receivers and tight ends we talk about, Evans was going off. Antonio Brown had a nice touchdown. Chris Godwin, despite his drops, played well. And I'll tell you right now, and I'm sure you agree with me, he's not going to drop the ball like that again. He got no, out of his no, 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 no. That's the one Absolutely. good thing about that. That's not going to happen again. I think your boy Gronk's going to wake up too. I can see him getting into the end zone. This oh, is where they need Gronk, Gronk to do more than. This is where they need Gronk to do more than just block. They need him to make a contribution in the passing game. He needs to set the difference in the red zone. You need to see those two tight end sets with him and Bray because Bray played great last week, and we know how good he is down there in the red zone. So here's what I would do with the box. I'll run a bunch of two tight end sets. Get your three wide receivers out. Spread everyone out. Make matchup nightmares for the Saints. They have a great defense, obviously. Lattimore's a stud, and they have a lot of good players in the back end. Malcolm Jenkins is still pretty good. But, um, I mean, the Bucks have what it takes. I think the offense is a little bit better. But my biggest concern is Rojo, because if he doesn't play, it's not the same. They missed him last week. Fernandez is not as good as Rojo. And Vaughn is terrible. I mean, he fumbled the ball. Like, I don't even know why he was out there. Like, that, he shouldn't even be playing, honestly. They didn't just get Fournette every carry if Rojo can't play for some reason. But they need him back. They really do. So, what, so like, what is? So, what do you think? If you had to put a gun to your head, does Rojo play this week? You know what? They, if he does play, it's a backup role because they did say that Leonard Fournette would start this game. Okay, that's what, the, that's what Jenna Lane reported earlier this earlier today, but. Um, I agree with you. Listen, I'm never going to bet against Tom Brady. I always, he's the greatest of all time. I think I'm not betting against him. I just think at the end when the defense needs to help him out, they're going to, that's what's going to mess him up. I really, I think that, listen, never betting against Tom Brady. I think if the Buccaneers defense, you know what, and I'm not giving them discredit. I think that they're a great defense, but going up against the saints twice, they struggle in every aspect. And now it's the playoffs. And everything needs to change. And I think the Saints, you know, they have a they have a game plan and they're going to execute it. But I will tell you this, in this game, my two, like I said, my two X factors are going to be Chris Godwin for the Buccaneers and for the Saints. I'm actually going to go with, believe it or not, I'm going to go with Emmanuel Sanders because you know they're going to uh, take care one. of Mike, Michael Thomas. Emmanuel Sanders is a guy you could really rely on, and he plays really, really well in the playoffs. I'll tell you that. So that's what I think, but I'm never going against Tom. And listen, I want Tom Brady to win, but I just think at the end when the defense needs to help him out, they're go- they're going to screw up for him. You know what? That's a good point because that's a mismatch. The Bucks defense is oh, yeah, nowhere 100%. near as good as the Saints defense is. I mean, Todd Bowles has done an all right job. It's been up and down at times. Last week against the Redskins, they struggled. They did. They made Heineke look great. And it's no slack on Heineke. was actually better than we thought. But they should not have let that happen. The football team was in the game for a long time. The Bucs should have put them away much earlier. Oh, yeah. They're going to have to clean that up, of course, because the Saints are a lot better than the football team. <laughs> but, um, I think the X factor for the Bucs is Chris Godwin. After what we saw last week, I think he's going to make amends for that. I think he's going to go for 100-plus. I'm going to call for two touchdowns for Chris Godwin. And for the Saints, I'm looking at um, Jared Cook. I think Jared Cook's the guy because he got it going a little bit. You know, he's been very hot and cold. I could see him playing well against the Bucs, so I, I really can. I think it's a good matchup for him. Um, last week, he had four for 40, but even Harris, that guy came in a no. I don't think we'll see that again. But um, 
Yeah, and Kamara and Thomas are going to do their thing. I think they're both going to play well. I think, like I'm going to keep saying, we saw one turnover from Drew last week, I think, although one of them was Taysom Hill. Drew had one turnover last week, right? Yeah, one turnover. Okay, so one turnover. I think it was a fumble or something. Yeah. Oh, no, he didn't lose it. That was Taysom Hill. But anyway, I think he gets turned over this week. I could see a strip sack, maybe Shaq Barrett or something. And a pick at the wrong time. I think Brady's going to have a pick also. I think you're going to see a few turnovers. These teams know each other very well. The Bucks got to go to the film room, basically throw out what they tried to do and do something completely different because it didn't work either time. And I think they're going to make the adjustments they need to. And you know that Tom is very good at making adjustments more than anyone. So oh, of course, I think he's going to look at stuff that happened. He's going to break it up. He's going to see what worked, what didn't work. He's going to fix his line protections the best he can. He's going to get the ball out quickly. They're going to run crisp routes. He'll take a few deep shots here and there. And I think it's going to be a thriller. I'm going to go with 28, 26 bucks. I think they, I think suck up gets it done late to win the game. There you go. You know what? Anything is possible. These, these uh, games, I feel are, there's one mismatch and it's the chiefs. But other than that, it's going to be really, really fun division a weekend. I'm excited for it. Hey, I mean, you never know. Last week, we thought the Steelers would yeah, handle the Browns, true. and look that's what happens. True. I mean, all these games, like the playoffs, crazy things happen. I mean, the Browns, they're not bad. They're pretty good, actually. I mean, they showed up. It's just that we both believe in the Chiefs much more. It's not even an indictment on the Browns, really. I just think that they're going to force Baker to struggle because they can do that. And if he tries to play catch-up, that's when he can start forcing things. And, you know... They don't have the weapons on the outside to compete with the Chiefs. Like, the receivers just don't match up, really. Like, Jarvis is great, but after that, it's thin without Odell. You know, I mean, Higgins is going to do so much. I mean, Hooper has been a little hot and cold. Njoku, we don't even know if he's playing, has been a non-factor all year anyway. But um, I think that it has the potential to be a good game still. You never know what can happen. And for my for the bets, like I said, I would take the Bucks money line, and the I would go over fifty two. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Anything happens in the playoffs. Absolutely. So, you think there's anything else we should add to these games? Um, any other notes that are noteworthy? Any injury news? Anything new with coaches? I mean, anything before I mean, we get it going. I mean, like everything with the injury report. Like I could tell you right now is that uh. I'll read you off the injury report for all the um, – I can tell you who's out for the Rams-Packers uh, Rams game for the Rams. Okay. Terrell Davis, yeah. linebacker out. Wolford, as I said, is out. Questionable guard David Ed- – uh, excuse me, David Edwards with an ankle. And questionable is Cooper Cup with a knee. He'll play Packers. Doubtful, one player. D.N. Kingsley Kiki. I don't know who that is. For the Ravens, questionable is guard D.J. Fluker. And Marcus Peters, questionable with a back. I expect him to play – Bills, there's only one player questionable. It's D.N. Daryl Johnson, and I expect him to play as well. For the Browns, questionable is tight end Steven Carlson with a groin. Um, Jack Conklin is questionable, a game-time decision. B.J. Goodson is questionable with a shoulder, and David Njoku is questionable with a hamstring. The Chiefs have ruled out linebacker Willie Gay and Sammy Watkins. 
Right, Watkins. Mm-hmm. I was going to bring it up before. Good call. Yep, so Sammy Watkins is out for this game. Questionable running back Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is questionable. I expect him to play. Cornerback Rashad mm-hmm. Fenton is questionable, and tight end Deion Yelder is questionable. For the Buccaneers, they have ruled out defensive end Jeremiah Ledbetter. For the game, questionable safety Anthony Adams. Um, Ronald Jones is questionable, and Jordan Whitehead to safety is questionable. And I expect uh, – Ronald Jones and um, Jordan Whitehead to play for the Saints. They have ruled out cornerback Patrick Robinson. Questionable is offensive lineman Will Clapp. Quarterback Taysom Hill is questionable with a knee injury. Oh, and wow. This one's surprising. Running back Latavius Murray is questionable with a quadricep, but I expect oh. him to play. So that's the full injury report for all the divisional round games. There we go. Last thing for you sneaky plays for daily fantasy. Because I am putting together a little okay. DraftKings lineup right now. Sneaky. You know what? I'll, actually, I'll, re- I'll tell you what it is if you're if you're interested. Let's hear it. Okay, so I'm going with all four games. We're gonna go with Lamar Jackson. Uh-huh. I'm gonna attack the Bills' rush defense. I'm going with Dobbins and Edwards. Okay. I'm just eviscerating the Bills' rush defense. I'm doing Tyree Kill, Michael Thomas. I'm going Valdez Gantlin, Robert Tunyon, Mike Evans in the Bucks defense. Oh, I like that. I really like that. I think somebody to sneaky to put in and anybody who puts in a DraftKings or FanDuel, Antonio Brown. I think AB is going to be you the know, key. I wanted to do him, but the way I did this line, it didn't work. That's a good point. I might try one with him. He's I know a it great sounds like pick. It sounds like so obvious, oh, Antonio Brown, but listen, nobody's really talking about Antonio Brown. He could be an X factor for the Bucks. Going forward, listen, mm-hmm, this guy yeah. is a former one of the best receivers in football, and he's a wide receiver three for the Buccaneers right now. Yeah, and there's a lot of interesting stuff with the Saints, too. He's going to want to prove a point to the Saints. There's that whole spectacle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep, so, I remember. <laughs> you know, that's a big story why, too, we had talked about before. And you might see him play with his hair on fire here. I, that's a good call. I might have to rework this and put him in there. Oh, yeah, definitely. I knew you'd like that one. But those are some of my key uh, uh, sneaky plays to put in for this week. Yeah, we got the listeners. We know what everyone's doing. We know you guys like to gamble a little bit. We know you guys are watching these lines, these scores, you're putting in your daily plays. I mean, we do it too. I feel like everyone does. I mean, and now it's so accessible. It's so easy. But um, it's just all in good fun. You know, there's only a few weeks left. So might as well get your shots in now. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. But Julian, what a what a great show this was! I'm excited for divisional round playoffs. We got a, a funny video we're about to drop tomorrow. Yes, working on it as soon as we get off. Yep, divisional round. So what a great show! Awesome! I can't wait for it. And Julian, why don't you end it? All right. So our website is Grunt Talks MLB. That's where you can find all the baseball and football content we always do, the articles and the videos, whatnot. YouTube channel is. Run Talks GT Sports, where you're going to find the video that Bobby just mentioned. Podcast is GNT Sports Talk, presented by Grunt Talks, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Personal Twitter is JulianGlardy1. Personal Instagram is JulianGlardy11. Our new Twitter, Grunt Talks NFL, which is run by Bobby. Grunt Talks team is still Instagram. Brother, take it away. Thank you, brother. My personal Twitter is btomps81 personal instagram bobby thompson 81 just like julian said catch all of our content on grunttalksmlb.com and also check out all of our twitters like julian said my new twitter grunt talks nfl put all of our nfl stories and everything on there but everybody thank you so much for listening we love you all we're we're never going to end this we're going to keep going julian always a pleasure brother and i'll talk to you soon
can't wait to see what happens with these playoff games. Have a good one, and we'll be talking.